0: What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 43. Today with my guest and friend and podcast alumni, Mr. Nick Thompson, also known as Surfing on the Lake. Nick and I have become friends since I met him on the first episode that he was on. Uh, we played a couple shows since then, and uh, the other day I was over there, his place, recording a guitar solo for a track that he's working on. Uh, So I figured we'd flip the mics on for a minute and get a quick chat in about his uh, new release or new song that he just put out. It's called Come With Me, and I'll definitely feature that on the episode here in a second. Um, You can find it on Spotify or his Facebook page. And uh, as always, if, if you do like somebody's page or subscribe, then obviously it's easier to find their stuff in the future. Um, So we talked about that, and uh, we talked about my new song, i got one coming out called Algorithm. It's all about AI and the future of tech and humans' relationship with it. Um, We shot a music video for it as well, which I'm pretty stoked on. Big thanks to uh, Mr. Ian Bell for hooking it up, uh, as well as the guys in the band, uh, Andrew Bishop and uh, Paul and Matt Harris, uh, who added some killer vocals. But uh, yeah, so big week all around. Uh, hope everybody's doing all right out there in the brave new year of uh, 2021. Uh, whether you made resolutions or kind of just set forward to a new rotation around the sun, um, hopefully it brings some new new horizons. Um, might be kind of shaping up to be an older sibling of 2020, but I guess I guess we'll see what happens. Um, regardless. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, supporting local music. Um, Bands always appreciate it. And uh, as always, if you happen to be in a band yourself and you got new music, feel free to hit me up. Uh, We might be able to do an episode for you. But uh, yeah, without further ado, Nick Thompson, Surfing on the Lake. <laughs> anyway, um gotta snap into podcast mode real quick. Got it. Uh I'm here today with uh Nick Thompson, otherwise known as Surfing on the Lake, if you're still known as that.
1: I'm um, um, hey man, whatever.
0: We'll scratch that. Yeah, no, surfing the... on the lake
1: was, I think that might be like the thing that I've released music under for a while.
0: Alright, cool. So yeah, you are now kind of part of the uh the part time rock star alumni, I think is what I'm calling everybody now. Cool. So I like to check in with people, and uh, especially when they're releasing new stuff and uh, try and help get it out there. So I figured we could do a short little rundown on the new song and what you've been up to. Sounds good. So um,
1: the song is called? Well, uh, it's an EP. It's called Come With Me. It's got uh, three songs on it. Um, come With Me, Waiting in the Wings, and Come Around. Uh, they're all live instrumentation, so it's, like, there's no, there's no, uh, MIDI drums and all that kind of stuff. There is MIDI keyboards. Um, I hired a pedal steel player for one of the songs come around. Um. sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, man. It's got a groove to it. Yeah. Uh, I use Fiverr a lot for things. I think I've told you that before. Um, so the the album artwork was all Fiverr, the musicians minus the guy I collaborated with on um, Waiting in the Wings mm-hmm. was all live. Um, I'm not live, not live through Fiverr. Um, I met the guy who I collaborated with on Waiting in the Wings on SoundCloud. And he, uh, not really sure where he's from but he plays the bass he plays the guitar he plays the drums and uh you know he said let's collaborate and so you know that's how that came about yeah um, it seems like you're pretty
0: active at finding people either through Instagram or SoundCloud or whatever that may be as are so, you man I'm learning I'm learning the ways learning um, the ways of the force uh yeah I did actually just finish the Mandalorian there it was it was pretty good did you but, subscribe uh, to hula uh i think i watched it through disney plus
1: okay i saw a bundle it was like hulu and yeah and disney plus for like 14 bucks but
0: um yeah i don't know i just like checking in with people and you know what you got going on i know you had the the, the, your video yeah uh that'll come out this week yeah friday i think maybe the ninth something like that
1: you've had several videos
0: recently right at least one recently, the dispensary kid one. Okay. Um, so that song seems to be doing pretty well.
1: So what's the um, one that's coming out now?
0: This one's called Algorithm, and it's actually got my buddy singing uh, a little bit on the chorus. He's uh, my old friend from the Guns N' Roses band. Like uh. we've been friends long before that too, but you know he's been shrieking Axel for a while, so um, I've been trying to get him in the studio eventually to do like maybe you know some separate songs or whatever, but. I figured this way he could dip his toe into the water and... This is the guy I met, right? Yeah, who we were going to play with in well, the... What was his name again? Uh, Matt Harris. Matt Harris. Yeah, we were going to play that set, and we sort of played that set together. That was a mess. But it was a mess, <laughs> and it didn't work. Uh, but, you know, we got to have a fun jam session prior to that, at least, I feel like, yeah. at the, the college. Yeah. So, but anyway, he's going to be on there, on that song, and... Uh, Does he write? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't quite say he's gone that far. Maybe he's aspiring to... He's so. got kids. Yeah, I mean... So he's like... I don't know, he's an English major. I don't know, so he should be writing. So he, I've always kind of been waiting to maybe see if he's got some uh, some poetry skills in there somewhere, or something like that. He's gonna write some Othello-type stuff. Yeah, he's always into, like, Greek mythology. And I feel like the only band I've ever heard of write lyrics like that is, like, Iron Maiden. Which, I think he can sing pretty well, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, this will be his debut on that uh, music video. And it's going to be really trippy, I think. uh, Because it was filmed in, like, an art factory. And, uh, I don't know. It's just a weird landscape. You need to be high to watch it, or or is it something that... I, I think, uh think you could be in any state of mind hopefully right whether you're sober or whether you're as whatever. You know, i'm personally trying to do some form of dry, uh dry january so, yeah i see that um, he's
1: having no duels
0: yeah it's uh time of the year i guess <laughs> <laughs> trying to give the
1: liver a rest i'm gonna give it lent i'm gonna give it i'm gonna do it yeah. for lent
0: yeah it's a good time to do it a lot of people do it then too so. um
1: that's that sweet
0: taste in your mouth of drinking beer man Anyway, you'll be the first one to see it when I mean, the uh, music video comes out. I think, it, like I said, I should get it this week. So I'll put it up there. It's all
1: about robots and AI and all that stuff. So, uh, I just bought a domain name. Nice. For uh, surfingonthelake.com. Oh, right on. Uh, I did it f- I did it for two years. And, yeah. and then I'll renew after that. Because there's other Nick Thompsons out there. Yeah,
0: that's actually... It's important to mention uh, not only on the podcast but just in general like you gotta search a little bit um I think I had to search the song title to find the new one so do you still go by Surfing on the Lake on Spotify?
1: well I don't know cause when I searched that I don't think I got the new song no I've never gone as Surfing on the Lake on Spotify right. it might have uh, to be honest I don't know
0: um with all, all that. right well then we'll clear it up i guess for the podcast and say you're officially going by nick thompson
1: but because there because, is another nick thompson yeah because i was saying that yeah. there's 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 so many nick thompson's one of them had a hit this past summer and that is burying my shit so yeah. i'm thinking uh i'm thinking it might be wise to go by surfing on the lake and uh and rock with that and have you ever read that magazine or seen that magazine wired wired magazine uh yeah for sure. Um, there's the editor in chief of that is Nick Thompson. So, huh. uh, yeah. so You're,
0: you are buried, I guess.
1: <laughs> and he put he put out music in the '90s. Yeah. So, um, you know, I yeah. guess, it, and his stuff shows up all over my stuff. Yeah. The guy that had the hit this past summer shows up all over my stuff. Yeah. I guess in some ways there
0: may be a little ancillary benefit to that, but probably not. Somewhat. I mean, probably not, I guess, if you're trying to promote your own signal.
1: Well, I had a song called TikTok that was spelled T-I-K-T-O-K that took off just because... Because are the regular TikTok. People are looking up TikTok songs. So there's that one. TikTok.
0: I mean, like I said, I kind of just wrote a song called Dispensary Kid because I was like, well, in part... Anytime you write a song that has any mention of, you know, pot in it, it's like, it seems like it just, I don't know, (gasps) it gets attention. (laughs) I think it was Howie of Value that was like that. He's like, yeah, we write one song with pot and the lyrics are in the title, and of course, people want to listen to it. so
1: I remember Um, people in high school that that weed heads would only talk about weed. That's the only thing that they could talk about.
0: Which is funny because you're supposed to be more open minded, I feel like.
1: Weed just After makes it. you so much better, man. Just but then, yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know how that works.
1: Have I talked about weed recently?
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I just figured this is a good way to... So try to get that extra push any way you can a good attention. So, um, we'll talk about what it's about. It's
1: a fictional character.
0: Well, of course. but uh, I mean, it's you know inspired by... People around and you know I know there's a lot on that subject in particular with you know addiction and stuff I mean who you know who
1: doesn't know somebody who's got something going on right uh, I uh, listened to, well not I actually I was singing it I it didn't I didn't listen to it I was singing it uh, the it's so catchy it's one of your songs it's uh this one's for you oh, yeah. and me <laughs> And sobriety i was yeah. uh, you know you know in the middle of a uh <laughs> domestic dispute and uh, <laughs> well, hopefully not probably not like, <laughs> not, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, like <laughs> not like like not like that it went, but like yeah. a little bit drunk and i was, I was thinking to myself as i'm Mm-mm. peeing thinking yeah. like this one's for you <laughs> yeah it's funny what songs pop
0: into your head i yeah. know well, yours is uh, still on Andrea and I's playlist. So yeah, you sent me that. the picture the other day. Actually, yeah. uh, you had to be there, I think. You got the J- Jimmy Buffett uh, poster up there. It's my uh, little space right here. This is my uh, fake.
1: That's my fake uh, offer letter from, uh, from Atlantic Records. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to be signed to Atlantic or those big companies
0: anymore. Is that still the name of the game?
1: I mean, I, why wouldn't you? I guess so. Well, I mean... Okay, so, yeah, it, we're living in an age where everybody can release music, but the people on the major labels are not getting buried. Oh, for sure. They're not. Yeah, I guess i just listened to other music podcasts, and, you know, some people
0: got some horror stories out there of kind of getting ripped off, but... Uh, I mean...
1: I don't know. Would you rather get ripped off as an independent or ripped off as <laughs> a major true. label? <laughs> yeah, I think what's funny, maybe when they tell those stories about being ripped off, they don't
0: talk about there's still that, like, a little bit of infamy or infamy that comes with it. And so, like, even though you got ripped off, you a sort life. of got a little famous, too. Yeah. So it's like that was your payment in a weird way.
1: Yeah, everybody wants to be down um, with the sickness, man. They want to be out man. there in that. Sick, sick Hollywood shit. I don't necessarily want to do that, but I, I I do want to. I do do want to be rubbing shoulders with some people who are like, uh, you know, who want more. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, how many bands do you know that just like are, like, so talented, but then they just sit on their fucking. They sit on their hands.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's that age-old story. Uh, people got kids. They got
1: uh, yeah, yeah, jobs. Yeah. I'm not things. saying like, like that, but sometimes like, it just doesn't happen. But we both have jobs, right? Yeah. So. You gr- are you grinding? Grinding. Yeah. You know why? Because you care. Yeah. You, I mean, look, we the way that I've been thinking about it is like, okay, we may might not ever be famous. I w- I don't necessarily even want to be famous, but uh, you can still put something out there of worth and I mean who knows you could be that guy that like you're thumbing through the uh, the record collection down the line you're like oh my god did you hear this song and yeah. yeah I
0: don't know I mean at least for me I feel like the older I get I still just feel like at the end of the day if I have like a, a creative thing to you know pursue that's really
1: like healthy keep you, know? you from putting your head through the wall yeah
0: I mean, it's just something to <laughs> yeah. work on to look forward to to like whatever and mm-hmm. like if it never if it just spins its tires it spins its tires but you know rather be in the arena trying was, I know you are too so yeah you yeah. know it's there's no there's, there's no like losing in the in the battle or whatever it is it's just like everybody gets a trophy
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no you make your trophy out of whatever whatever you, it is you want or something like I don't know for sure
1: like I mean, yeah. like, you you ever get some cool shit on Time hop on your Facebook from, yeah, like, yeah. some music thing that you did, like, and, I mean...
0: Yeah, like, uh, I guess I, I got a little memory or whatever they call it, and, like, it was, like, after we played Soundstage or something, and I was like, oh, yeah, we did play Soundstage once. I was like, that's kind of cool. I didn't think... I I'd, can't say that. I didn't think... Yeah, I mean, I didn't think we'd get to, and I think got to play there a couple times somehow, so i don't know it's just weird uh, you sometimes get lucky i guess
1: i mean and then the you know the cool thing is like you you uh you make a platform for other people without you you know saying hey this is all about me try not
0: to because i think it's all about everybody's mutual success you know
1: that's how they you know built the pyramids and all that maybe yeah. maybe who knows i don't know i wasn't there yeah, no, no, I
0: mean, this is, the podcast itself seems <clears> to be, you
1: know, going
0: better than expected. And, um, you know, more importantly, I'm just meeting people, kind of like you're doing. Yeah. Uh, through Instagram, and um, I don't know, I mean, we didn't even mention why we're together today. We're going to hopefully collaborate on somebody's song. That's your song, but it's kind of... Hard.
1: I made a beat for somebody a long time ago, and it didn't get used, and the girl sang on it that i met on instagram and uh are we allowed to give her a shout out yet or i no? suppose we could hold on one second I need to... her yeah. name's hazel dow i need to uh, yeah. look up her ig stuff
0: yeah if for some reason she wasn't cool with that then obviously i just bleep it out
1: uh, uh yeah it's hazel dow music so hazel d-o-w music and that's on instagram She's yeah. got a really good voice. She plays the violin and all that yeah, stuff.
0: No, you sent me the song and I was immediately impressed with her voice, for sure. Yeah. she's um, she's She had a very powerful voice. So that definitely carries. Um, and so you I laid just, down some
1: bitching guitar lines on it. Yeah,
0: man. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm always open for that sort of business. If uh, I'm always telling people, you know, uh-huh. if you need a little guest solo, I can always take a stab at it. And if, if you don't like it feel free to send it back to me. I just consider it fun to, to try,
1: you know? I mean, so. I would like to like sit here with you and the, come up a, with a track for the track, just the two of us. I mean, we got, to, we both yeah. play guitar. We both play bass. There's a keyboard right here. Anybody can yeah. take a stab at the keyboard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, and talking about it on microphones kind of cool too. Like, yeah. Um, I guess with that I always feel like in my limited past experience with songwriting uh especially with anybody else it's like somebody's got to bring a pretty decent idea to the table um I know plenty of spontaneous stuff happens but I'm not exactly the most spontaneous like idea person uh when it comes to full blown songs you know I can spontaneously come up with maybe like a guitar riff
1: I think that you have more in you than you know and maybe, you, maybe you're a perfectionist in some ways. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that, but uh, um. I don't know. I think it's also like
0: a security or insecurity thing where like, you know, you want to feel like, I don't know, comfortable. It's like a, also like a muscle that I don't always get to use. Like You so, got GarageBand, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm used to like working on stuff on my own. But I guess it, within the creative environment, it's almost been a few years since really I've been in a band where we were really playing every day. I mean, not every day, but like every every week, maybe where we kind of work on a
1: songs that way. In that, you're talking about a physical garage band. I'm talking about the 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 computerized garage yeah, band. That's that's where I come from, though. That's like, <laughs> a, yeah, no, I
0: got I, you. I think I'm comfortable in that setting where there's like a drum kit and like I got somebody. You bang on a beat and then like alright let's 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 try this idea.
1: I think I've told you this before oh, yeah. but like you know I I, com- I come from sitting in the bedroom with the guitar yeah. and then you know I made friends along the way that made beats or rapped yeah. or sang and then it would be like okay I'll make the guitar part and, and the keyboard and the drums you just sing the shit mm. and uh, you know we'll do the thing from there um so that's where i've always come from i it wasn't until college that i was like so about 10 years ago it wasn't until about 10 years ago that i was actually playing in bands with people yeah and uh i love that too but you know there's got to be like there's got to be like uh, that i mean as i think you can tell from the type of music that i do where it's just like a lot of you never know where if it's going to be MIDI based or if it's going to be live or whatever. You never know, so it's like there has to be like a melding of those two things because. Yeah. Okay, the Eagles, right? The mm. Eagles come to the studio with a song written, probably. Yeah, they probably got a whole team of songwriters sitting around before before <laughs> yeah. that, but before that, before the yeah. before all that, like when when. When they were doing Take It Easy. Like, right. there are yeah. okay, we've got this song. We've played this a million times. You bring it to George Martin, and George Martin's like, okay, yeah, you know this song. Mm-hmm. But you have to imagine it a completely different way yeah. to make it come to life in the studio. Because a great live song doesn't always translate to a great recording. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be... Yeah, I don't know. I think in uh,
0: if we were to do something, I'd probably be at least better suited to try the uh, instrument side of things, like some guitar stuff and see if something sparks your interest there. And then uh, go from there. I guess with my personal stuff I tend to start lyrics first in a way. And then let the lyrics like dictate like how the song's gonna feel or which place it's gonna go.
1: I feel like you're like you would be really good at writing riffs.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my favorite thing to do, really, is just sit around and riff on stuff, you know? Um, Like drum beats, metal beats, blues beats, whatever they might be. I gotcha. Sometimes that's how a song starts for me, but I
1: don't know. So, I was sitting on the toilet yesterday and, like... Genius struck. Yeah, and I I mean, I don't know about you, but I sit on the toilet with the guitar and, like... uh, Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Otherwise I'm just gonna be like scrolling through my phone. Like uh,
0: Dimebag okay. Daryl used to say. <laughs> like he did that when he was a kid or something. For real? Yeah, I feel like one of those people, either dime or Eddie Van Halen or somebody. Sit on the toilet. Yeah, just never left their hands, they're always <laughs> playing.
1: Yeah. It's either that or it's gonna be money. <laughs> 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 so so it's my <laughs> might as well have my dick that is a yeah, guitar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I came up with a, I came up with something with an idea, and then I put it on here. I recorded it, and it was like, okay, this is a cool idea. Now, but where do I go from here? Like, so, you know, for me, there's a lot of times I'll make a beat, right, and then a song will come out of the beat. And those I like those type of songs, mm-hmm. but it's I'll have to go back and relearn how, what I played. Uh, whereas when I write a song like little tiny bottles of beer I know how to play that fucking song like back and forth I know how to play it but other songs will develop more so from making the beat yeah and the track that we worked on today right like I love that beat I love that beat but I could just never come up with something and I'm still not sure if I like what that is because yeah she sounds great but like maybe my perfectionist side is thinking like we need the fucking anthem but, where's the anthem?
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I Feel like the anthem. This is the anthem. Throw your hands up. You ever think that
0: like we all individually get like a few anthems? Oh, of course. Like they just they are definitely spontaneous. Like I feel like I might have one or two myself, but like this one's for you <laughs> yeah, like, and me. That's kind of my personal anthem probably, but maybe we get a few in a lifetime where it's like I don't know, we're always just kind of waiting for them to strike.
1: And then you use Caprice in the song.
0: Yeah, everyone thinks <laughs> I'm saying Caprice on, but you know, you gotta experiment
1: <laughs> with the, the source every once in a while. and <laughs> Learn some new words, you know. No, I got it. Um, Yeah, man, you got some good uh, songs. But, you know, look, so, you know, I try to take myself a little bit, it's very easy to take yourself very seriously, right? So I try to take myself not so seriously be and know that I'm just a drop of water in the ocean. Like it's like there's a guy that's in the next building over who DJs uh at Cancun Cantina every Friday night and he's yeah. his name is Always Sunny, but he takes the A's out mm-hmm. except for the first day. And he's got like this big yellow <laughs> Sun he's got a helmet going. He's yeah. got an EDM thing. Yeah. And he's got, you know, tens of thousands of followers. And like, I just know, like, so if that's all right here, imagine what's wherever yeah. the fuck, you know? So it's like there's thousands of people making music every single day. There's probably thousands of people making the podcast right now. So it's just like, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit depressing. Cause you're like, well, what the fuck, man? What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think
0: the uh, number one thing, at least as a full-blown band, as maybe opposed to like uh, being solo, is that you know, if you're a band, you got to tour. That's the only way. that I'm I've heard on of. tour.
1: You want to go on a tour? Let's go on a tour. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I've been trying to build a tour set for a little while, just to kind of at least get some weekenders going nothing uh nothing too crazy but
1: uh i'm thinking when covid is done that i'd like to like go to like just random towns like yeah. go to richmond and find a place and be like hey let me play here for let me play here for an hour and a half during your 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 lunch your lunch yeah. you don't have to pay me just let me play mm-hmm. and then just anybody that likes what I'm doing just give them a card give them a CD and then you know I've got a job I can pay for a hotel yeah. so I'll pay for a hotel and do it again the next day and then just you know you know I get to take my wife somewhere and uh, yeah. I mean maybe I could build a following like that and
0: yeah I think it's just consistency like the bands that really um, make it work they're in the same towns over the course of basically a decade. Um, you know, somewhat uh, at a regular interval. So they hit Cleveland once a year. And so people eventually start after five years or so. Like, hey, I remember that, this guy. That band again. I might see him again. And then, you know, they kind of do the same thing with Sarasota, Florida, or, you know, Charleston. And they have like a kind of a loop, I think, that they just hit at least once a year. Is, I don't know. In my mind, I feel like of the bands I've seen mildly succeed or succeed maybe even more. It seems like that's their like itinerary or their groove. What's the
1: reggae band out of out of Maryland that's that's been pretty successful? The Well
0: oh, there's been a couple. I mean I'm wearing one of their sweatshirts right now It's Ballyhoo, but um uh Bumpin' Uglies too Bumpin' Uglies is what I was thinking uh, of yeah. That was their more or less strategy, I think. And it worked. It's and
1: so, is that what Harkum's doing, too?
0: Yeah. I mean, Harkum I would say, is more like comparable to like what you're doing as a solo artist, in a sense. He doesn't always have a full band touring with him, but he, what he does have is he has a van. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a... Uh, he's got a van. He's got this, like... Uh, in a van down by the river. He's got, like, this RV-style uh, Eurovan that he tours in, and it's got bunks and stuff. That's cool. And so he can go out solo or with a band. And he can still hit Pittsburgh and Philly and go up and down the east coast and he's been out everywhere though. So but he's been doing it for so long that uh kinda
1: makes sense, you know. He
0: should have a little bit of success by now you would think.
1: So Yeah, man, he's he's pretty talented, that's for sure. Um, and then, you know, the guy from uh from what what's the band that does drink Whiskey with me? Um Swamp Candy. Hmm. So the bass player from Swamp Candy was playing with, uh, with Harkin when we yeah. saw him up there in Ellicott City. Yeah, I think
0: you're talking about Joey Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, he's, that guy's in every band. He plays. Uh, he plays the bass <laughs> and then he's got the, the uh, fan on his
1: hair. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> uh, he's got the uh, white snake hair going or whatever. Yeah, uh, man. And he was like trying. He took. He turned the fan off because it was too cold outside or whatever. <laughs> I was like, come on, man, you gotta put that fan on. Yeah. I don't know, Mm
0: -hmm. but there's also more than one method to success or whatever it is. Yeah. Trying to find. So Mm -hmm. success Mm -hmm.
1: can be whatever you want it to be, right?
0: Right. Well right now I think with the podcast it's it's good to kinda like bring people together. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to keep working on that and see if it helps people's stuff. If nothing else, maybe somehow especially if I'm able to do like a couple small uh I'll stop short of calling it a festival cause, but like a party where, I don't know, ten bands can play at a time, kind of like I did uh, before so I think I'll, I'll keep up that strategy to bring people together as well uh, maybe one day there'll be a full blown uh, music fest I do have a location in mind that's pretty cheap where's that? Uh, that one's out, uh, Western Maryland Ooh. it's definitely kind of a hippie spot Um but you know, they said in the past years they've sold tons of tickets and had tons of bands roll through there. So I don't see why I couldn't maybe do a, a music festival of my own.
1: Yeah, well, you did um, the the October Fest was pretty. That was, I mean, for what I, it
0: was, it worked. You know, I
1: mean, to be honest, man, like that that was that was something else because you know you 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 did it like like okay, you know, you you it was the follow through. It was like the if you build it, they will come type mm-hmm. thing. I mean, and that's just in six months, you know. So what happened? How long did it you, take to? It took you six months to play. In?
0: Uh, it took less than that for the party, but I mean, this, the podcast was probably going like six months. Oh, so I mean, almost everyone who played, except for like maybe a couple of close friends, like I'd met through the podcast. So prior to six months before that, I couldn't have done something like that because I just didn't know that many. Bands necessarily, at least on a personal level, I've played with other bands, but it's not the same as having them on your podcast, right? And like talking to them one on one and kind of seeing what they're up to.
1: I need to put you in contact with this guy Um, Chris, the the know the musician guy. I think I mentioned him to you before. Mm -hmm. He's doing trivia every week. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he, you know, he had a band on there from Virginia, and yeah, you know, and it's it's cool because you know you okay. You know, we're all musicians, and everybody knows that, like, you know, everybody wants that. Everybody wants a fucking spotlight, right? Everybody wants that. But, But, you know, the fact that you're able to turn the spotlight on somebody else and be like, hey, what what are you guys doing? And, you know, that's, it's like, uh, uh, instead of, like, everybody clamoring to fucking get to the top or whatever. um,
0: No, I mean, it all started, I think, with the Ballet singer, Howie. I mean, he said on his podcast, just start one, see what happens. You don't have to, like, expect too much out of it. But it might, like, go somewhere or, like, a direction you didn't expect. So, like, with having people play on the same day um, at a sort of mini festival, if you will, I didn't plan that. I was just like, well, this could work because, you know, I've got more faces, like, that I know. for sure, for sure. So, like, maybe that's the direction of, like, getting... You know, people together, but then more importantly, like kind of building a way to get a crowd. I think maybe subconsciously, that's also my motive. Is kind of like, you know, after playing so many shows of like, you know, barely anybody there, it's like, yeah, this man, is I'm like feelings. This maybe this is like my the lengths I will go to like sort of uh manufacture a crowd because if. You know, if I bring my friends to, you know, see my band and you bring your friends to see your band and that just keeps building, like maybe. You,
1: up until that point, I kind of felt like a, that like that might be cheating, right? Maybe. But in that, in with that evening, I, it kind of made me realize that that's not the case. It's not, it's not the case because, you know, how did you find your favorite restaurant? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How you,
0: you, Word of mouth. You're like yeah. your friends tell you about a cool band. I just look at it as there's a humongous piece of uh music of the music scene missing when you compare it to like a thriving music scene. That's a bad way of saying but we are um, a
1: thriving music. It's but at the moment yeah, we're not. But,
0: I just look at it like all right, say you compare like the nineties punk scene of D C to like something now. Like what is
1: even remotely comparable to that where they didn't talk about well we they talked about it nobody's talking about shit now it's just like listen to my shit listen to my shit but like
0: if you got into one of those like underground punk shows back in the day with bad brands you were like poof you were famous in those punk circles and some bands turn that into a lifetime of making it work right just out of being a part of that community but without the community like there would have been nothing to be a part of, and then no one spreading word of mouth, and it's just you're screaming into a void,
1: kind of. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, so, he's a. You know that song, the Beatles song. He's a real nowhere man. Uh. Making yeah. all his nowhere songs for nobody. I'm the worst. And I Beatles know. I know. No, but, but, but he, he, the song is he's a real nowhere man. He makes all yeah. his nowhere songs for nobody. So it's like making all these songs for nobody. Yeah. There's also a Zen message to that. Uh, thought I think probably since it was John Lennon which is of course we are all nothing and... have you seen Dewey Cox uh, yeah that was a good one you remember he said he say, will your songs still suck when I'm 65 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was... well it also kind of goes back I think to what I was saying
0: before like you just sometimes you just gotta make stuff for yourself or make it for for in a way nothing I call it the universe but whatever yeah. you're just making it to make it and you're not making it to like make somebody else be a fan of you or something I
1: don't know it's a weird this thing. guy but the you know okay so who was it okay she, I, I heard the somebody from Chicago the, the yeah. band Chicago talking about how back in the days you were making your songs for other people not just for yourself or something yeah. like that
0: well there's a lot more like um, what's the word I'm looking for institution I feel like behind the creation of music in that yeah. it was a very rigid sort of structure from the from the studio networks to the record labels. It was rigid and heavily controlled. So then, of course, you had to write something to, like, make somebody else happy, because if you didn't, then it was definitely never going to be heard. <laughs> now at least there's a chance, at least since the 70s or 80s, probably.
1: Do you think that they were in California to like, for themselves?
0: Uh,
1: that's my yardstick for a good song. That yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I would say Margaritaville, but I don't want to be mocked. I do think that like it's just a double
0: entendre or a double thing where like the guy from the Beach Boys, uh, Brian Wilson, I think like him and Kurt Cobain and some other people like that, they hear these things like in their head and I think in their heart of hearts like they just sort of have the ability to just get them out themselves and then after that I'm not 100% sure they
1: care it's like a
0: pimple <sighs> yeah something comes to the surface maybe i right? you know, like <laughs> maybe like, oh, slightly more like um, <laughs> positive or slightly more uh, artistic well, or a poetic way of saying it's that it's a uh, pussy um baby it'd, it'd be too <laughs> it'd be like too too much of a hippie to say it's like a gift to the world But no for sure um I just think it's like something that they have in them and they gotta get it out and like Kurt Cobain was of course upset when he got famous <laughs> or at least to the level he was famous and like I just think some of those people I, I don't know if they cared at least at first I really don't know
1: right okay so my thing is I know so many people but, who but are course, talented musicians yeah. right They're ta- I know so many people that are talented mm-hmm. and some of them just don't care about like I got, yeah. I got friends that have like songs sitting, sit like oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like especially in the hip hop world they're like, yeah, they're like oh yeah, I don't own the rights to that beat or uh, blah blah blah, so I can't mm-hmm. release this and I'll no, sit that's on this and. Sad. Right, but I'm not sure if they even care. You know what I'm they're saying? Like they can
0: trying to find a work around or get it out there some
1: other way. Guy that called me when we were recording earlier, yeah. Mike. Um. Will speak directly to your soul with mm. a song, like yeah. you know, which is not always the case with rap, but yeah. he will speak directly to your soul and record a song over and over and over and over and over again. Like, oh, it wasn't perfect, it wasn't perfect, hmm. but does it the exact same way every time, you know what I'm saying? So, what yeah. is oh, that's what's up with that? Well, hopefully, not to criticize. Your I'm, not criticize either, I'm not criticizing, anyone, I'm not criticizing, I'm not criticizing it. What do you do with that though? Because there's so many millions of people that are that talented. I wouldn't say millions, but there's thousands of people that are that that talented.
0: That's like a mental block. I know a couple other people that are like that. I, I think it's sort of a spiritual thing, if you will. Maybe that's too whimsical. So like, it's a psychological thing where it's like, you know, who knows exactly where self doubt comes from but it's like you're not letting yourself get out of the way.
1: I'm not even sure if it's self-doubt though. Like okay, so Or
0: you're talking about like perfectionism?
1: I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying, or, okay, so you said so Kurt Cobain didn't want to get famous, right? Probably at least not as famous as
0: he did. You know what I mean? Like
1: so maybe maybe he was judging
0: he, from his interviews. He was not thrilled. <laughs> it was just uh, like a
1: thing that he wanted like like Okay, so e- even this this guy Mike, right? So mm-hmm. said to me one time. You know, we're at Deep Flow Studios in Baltimore, yeah. and uh, he said uh, he said to me, you know, you know, while I was holding a guitar, he said, you know, you feel like you're drawn to this thing, and you don't know why, but you feel like you have to do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think
0: it's a longer conversation about just purpose in life. I think a lot of times people think that, you know, you gotta be somebody, be the person you want to be, rather than just trying to be better at who you actually are and figuring out what that is. It's just that age old tale. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be somebody you're not. So the only thing you can do is just figure out what you are and try to be better at that. And. For some people, I don't know. I think maybe they want so badly to be some form of musician, but sometimes I don't even know. Like maybe that wasn't the the thing that they were really interested in or good at deep down, and they just want something different. They want something out of music.
1: I don't know. I was running spot i running Spotify playlists on on Spotify, uh, but I had like an Instagram page that said, free Spotify placement. Yeah. You wouldn't it's believe really the like, amount of people uh, that just right. were like, so, yeah. and like, like people were like, can you put mine closer to the top? Yeah. And then like, uh, and well, speaking
0: of Spotify playlists, I did want to build one for this podcast. So I'm going to do that in the next couple of weeks. So that would be another way to, I don't know,
1: get people involved or something. Do you, but, like, add new music to your to your library often? Well, these days, yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, with the podcast. But, I mean, I also look for music that I like, you know, regardless of yeah, gotcha. knowing who they are. Like, I still search out stuff if I like their sound.
1: You could do weekly playlist or bi-weekly or monthly or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll just have a part-time rock star podcast.
0: Everybody who's been on it, you know, the alumni, they get to have their spot. And uh, hopefully that podcast kind of grows a little bit because, uh, you know, people tell people about their music. So who knows? For sure? You know.
1: But I, yeah. I, I would like to grab another beer. Should, yeah. yeah. Pause.
0: All right. So we'll do uh, some quick closing statements here. Basically, everybody needs to go out there and listen to Nick Thompson and listen to this new song. But you got another new thing coming up.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to shoot a video for one of the songs I already released at the end of this month. And I'm also planning on releasing singles every month of uh, 2021. So singles or EPs. So I think the next one I'll do will be on the surfing on the lake and see what happens with that. Yeah. Right on. See what happens with that. So uh hopefully we can collaborate on some stuff. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can do we can write some songs together. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Future's wide open, man. Yeah. So
1: shining bright.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. We'll get dude. this episode out in like a week.
2: Woohoo. <laughs> So yeah,
0: I wanted to thank Nick for having me over, and uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah, his new track is on here, and like I said, it's called uh, Come With Me, and you can find it uh, wherever you listen to music. Have a good week.